the last, this past year, we've been working on something we've called the Year of Welcome. And I've talked about it early on in the, in the year. I was just, I was just going through and re, not recording, but editing all these sermons that have been preached here. And uh, I've preached some and others have preached some and brought this idea of the year of welcome back over and over again. We've talked about the care for our facility. We've talked about um, the kind of welcome that we have when people walk through our door, how we interact with them, uh, and, uh, and also the way that we interact with our community and the idea that they're welcome to come, right? That this isn't just a place for those of us who've lived here for a long time, but we want, we want lots of people to come and engage. And many of you are, are guests here today. I hope that our emphasis on becoming a church with a culture of welcome has uh, been something that you've appreciated today. And if not, please tell me and we'll work on it a little bit more. We're also developing some systems which you might not have seen quite yet. Next week, we'll have a special bag for visitors, uh, guests, and it'll be an introduction. It includes things like a map and um, a letter from the pastor just kind of introducing stuff, uh, some introduction to various ministries that we have. And so the year of welcome is an important thing because it establishes kind of a foundation. If people walk through our door and they're seeking God and what they see is irritable, grumpy people that don't like them being here, then do you think they'll come back? Do you think they'll stay seeking God, at least in our community? No. So that's a foundation for being successful and reaching people for Jesus. Uh, But uh, next year, we're looking forward to, to something that's a little bit different, and it's the year of discipleship. You see, we we need to be a growing church. It's nice to be a welcoming church, but we need to be a church that's growing in Jesus. And that growth is something that happens as we get to know Jesus. It's something that happens as we share that with others. And so we're going to be talking quite a lot in this next year about discipleship. We're going to be doing a couple things. Number one, uh, I'm going to ask you to read through the Bible with us, that you're going to go through the Bible in the year of 2023. Now, if you did it last year when we, when we uh, encouraged you to read through the Bible, great, let's do it again. And if you haven't done it yet, then let's, let's start. It is not too big of a book to read it in a year. In fact, most of you, if you were disciplined, could probably read it in two weeks. So a year-long time frame for reading the Bible is not too much to ask. A child could do it, right? In fact, you might want to do it with your family, Choose to do it with your kids if you have kids at home. Uh, but, but that's another thing we can talk about it a little bit more as we get there. Along with that, we're going to be doing two things. We're going to do a sermon series that goes through the entire uh, Bible. We're not going to read in the, the sermon every single text in the Bible, but we'll have a, a, a couple sermons from Exodus, a couple from Genesis, uh, a sermon in Leviticus. You know, we'll have, uh, we'll skip some of the minor prophets, um, but, but we'll get uh, pieces of the Bible all throughout the year, and we'll be kind of tracing that through. And then on Wednesday nights, um, well, actually, I haven't decided which night, but I think it's going to be Wednesday nights, we're going to have a, uh, a prayer meeting where you get to come and just ask the questions about what you're reading in the Bible. Q&A type of environment. We'll have some prayer, but we'll also have some Bible study. And, and it'll be an, a question time where you can ask a question and we can explore that together in, as we go through the Bible together. So knowing God is a big part of that. But the other part of discipleship is being together. And I don't know if you've noticed, but in your own experience, but sometimes you can come to church and feel alone. You come to church, you leave, you're not actually friends with anybody at church, or maybe you're friends with one or two families. And there are people that fall through the cracks. Their friendships are not encouraged. Uh, We don't connect with them outside of church. 
And, uh, and, and sometimes they might come to church once a month or once a, a quarter or once a year, and we're happy when they're here, but we don't really pursue them in relationship after that. And one of the reasons for that is just we don't have the mechanisms to do it. We need social things, but we also need spiritual investments in between church services. And so what I'd like to see, this is a big, bold vision that I have, and see if you can vision it with me. What if there were 10 neighborhood Bible studies going on in our community? Let me just, let me see, how many families are here? What if there were 15 neighborhood Bible studies going on in our community? There's more than 15 families here. Let's see. What if there were 20 neighborhood Bible studies going on in our community where we are reading the Bible, not just with ourselves, not just with our children, but what if we were reading them with our neighbors? So that's what I'd like to tell you about today. It's a discipleship tool that uses only the Bible. There's no study guides. You don't need to be an expert. You don't need um, any tools. No concordances are required. Um, those are good. Those are, they all have their place. It's not sectarian. You don't have an agenda. You're not trying to teach a doctrine. All you're doing is reading through the Bible. Can I ask you, do you trust the Holy Spirit? Amen. That's good. Do you trust the Holy Spirit to work in someone else's life? Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> all right. Do you think the Bible is good for doctrine and for correction and for instruction in righteousness? Okay, so if you read the Bible in the context of asking the Holy Spirit for wisdom, do you think He will do what He promised and lead us into all truth? Okay, so we don't need to worry about making people um, members of our church, do we? We don't need to worry about um, convicting people. That's not our job, is it? No, but, but we can invite them to the feet of Jesus and say, why don't you come and study the Bible with me? I'd love to see that. I'm not going to ask you to, to, to start a Bible study next week, but I'm going to introduce you to an idea where you, whether you feel like you know the Bible or could teach it at all, can invite people into your home and you can read the Bible together. So this is called Discovery Bible Study, and, and that's what it is. We're going to read the Bible, and if you look in your um, bulletins, there's a little paper that says Discovery Bible Study Guide. And there's uh, kind of three areas. Any small group, you're going to have a, a, a little section of introduction. We're not going to do that today. Then you're going to do some reading. And you're going to read the Bible three times. The passage that you're studying, you're going to read it three times and interact with it with some questions. And your goal is to understand what you're reading and to explore it a bit, to apply it to your own life. You're looking to see who is God and how can I love him better? And you're looking to see what, how does God want me to love others better? And then there's an application time at the end where you say, what have we learned and, and who might we tell? So there's a witnessing component to it as well. And there's a couple things to notice. Everyone gets a chance to share. There's no leader that's teaching, which is awkward for me um, this morning because typically I'm teaching, so I have to restrain myself. There might be some quiet times where we don't have a, you know, a little bit of silence, and silence is okay. Silence is okay. Um, you're going to focus on the passage you're reading. Now, you're not jumping all around the Bible, not that you can't bring something else in, but you're, you're focusing on the passage you're reading. And, and you're focusing on this group. What is this group seeing? Not what somebody else says. 
but what do you see in the Bible? Because we're trusting the Holy Spirit to lead us. And, uh, and then, of course, uh, the facilitator is encouraging discussion, not teaching a lesson. All right, so do you want to practice this? There's th- three sections in kind of questions. If you look on the back of that page, there's additional questions. We want to know the story, so we're going to ask some questions like, who are the characters? What are the actions? What are the details in the story? We also want to understand it, so we're seeking a deeper understanding. What are the emotions that each character might be experiencing? What are their choices that they're making? What motives are behind their choices? And then we're going to try to discover truth, like what is this teaching me? Um, and, and you might ask the question, what are my right thoughts or actions that this passage is affirming, or what needs to change? And then what does the story teach me about God? How will it help me love Him? How will it help me love others? So this is the, oh, it's smaller than I expected, sorry. Uh, this is the, uh, the summary, and I'll leave this on the screen for you, and you can, of course, look in your guide. I'd like to invite my, my Bible study partners to come up. And uh, just go ahead and take a seat. I think I'm going to move that one. Wonderful. Okay. Now, I... I have a missing, missing person, don't I? This is an important lesson that I want you to think about. In a small group, everybody should, have, should feel welcome, right? There should be an empty seat that somebody can fill. So you can invite another neighbor. Hey, we've got room in our Bible study. Come join us. But we, have, we have room in our Bible study this morning. Should we invite somebody to come join us? Okay. Is there a volunteer who'd like to join us in a Bible study this morning? We have a volunteer. Come on up. Bring a Bible. That's all you'll need. We don't even know who this is, do we? You do? Okay. Well, this is a, this is a good practice for learning, learning how to be a, a, a good small group. It's kind of weird. Is he weird? Okay. That's all right. We, we, we don't mind weird. Okay. I have a seat. Let's see. I need a mic for you. We're going to use the white mic. Here you go. There's a, a mic for you. And I'm going to go ahead and have a seat. And if you don't mind, I'm going to take my jacket off because it's kind of hot here. Okay. So let's begin with a prayer. And then we're going to read in Matthew chapter 25, and uh, verses 14 through 30. And well, let's pray, and then we'll get a volunteer to pray, uh, to, to 